our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. The Raiders is a team that we don't care for. Lord Lattimore of Oakland, Jess Place, and Tim Lynch. Yes, my master. Get involved in the conversation at milehighreport.com. You're listening to Something Something Broncos with Lori Lattimore Volkman and Tim Lynch. I am Jess Place, and today we are brought to you by that guy in the south parking lot of uh, Bronco Stadium a mile high with the misspelled shirt that he's selling extra cheap, second one, half off. Is there that guy? Does that guy? There's that guy. Here in my office, I have a t-shirt that says Von Effen Miller, uh, spelled out correctly, uh, except for the Effen part. Um, (laughs) And I got it. I got it as I was walking to the bus to go back to my parents' house uh, in uh, suburban Denver. And uh, this guy's like, hey, man. Hey, dude. You want to buy a shirt? And I was like, actually, that's a pretty cool shirt. Yeah, I'll take one. He's like, you want two? Second one's half off. And I'm like, no, I, I can only wear one at a time. I'm, I think I'm okay. You know? Hey, man, cheers to you uh, for, for getting your hustle on. I've got your shirt on my wall. I'm not going to wear it in public because I'm that guy. I don't want to be that guy that has the swear words all over his shirt. He's just like rolling through Whole Foods. Like. In case you haven't uh, noticed, it is the... <laughs> in case you haven't noticed, it is the off season, And uh, we're on the uh, horizon of free agency. And so teams are kind of... Uh, whittling through their their roster. We had some news about Emmanuel Sanders and Matt Paradis recently. 
Tim, what's the latest? Uh, looks like the Broncos are not going to bring back Matt Paradis. Um, where it is is they lowballed the offer to him, and Paradis wasn't too pleased about it. And it looks like he's going to be headed to free agency. You know, can't really blame him. He's you know he's been one of the top centers in the league, and the Broncos have year after year hit him with that you know restricted free agent, you know EFRA tag keeping him nice and cheap and you know he's 29 years old he needs to get that big payday and so he's he's going to make the business decision it looks like um can't really fault him he's a popular player with the fans and and in the locker room um but uh, the broncos just don't seem like they're willing to put a whole lot of money into that position uh they think they can probably fill it up with somebody that maybe not as good as Matt Paradis, but can do the job. And that's kind of where they're at. Tim, do you think the Broncos have the guy on the team right now who would step in for Paradis? Would that be Connor McGovern or who's our yeah. center? I think they, they go into the off season thinking it's uh, Connor McGovern. Um, obviously they might pick up a, another center to compete. Um, maybe even draft one, but uh, I don't, I think they're, they're not over overtly worried about the position uh, losing a guy like Matt Paradis because they think they can just replace it uh, easily enough wherever they need to. Um, and that, you know, if, if they think that, then they're getting that information from Mike Munchak. And if he thinks that he's got the record uh, to show that he knows what he's doing when it comes to coaching the offensive line. So you kind of got to, Kind of got to go with uh, with what the coaches feel and what the coaches want and, and make those kind of decisions. Now, do you think uh, Paradis was more upset uh, about getting the low ball offer or having Mike Munchak say, no, nah, he trash, he can go? <laughs> I don't think he said that, but yeah, the low ball offer, I'm sure. You know, you play for a team, you play hard, you fight through injuries. You know, he, he had that hip issue that he played all the way through, you know, and on those cheap rookie or restricted free agent EFRA deals that late round picks get stuck into until they're 30. Um, you know, if I were him and, and I'm consistently graded as one of the top centers in the league, I'd be looking for a nice big payday because this is probably his last chance to get a big contract. So as a fan, I'm not going to be hard feelings towards him. I'm going to miss him. And I, 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 he's a fan favorite for me too. Um, but, you know, the Broncos are going to go in a different direction, and I understand that. And Matt Paradis wants to get paid, and I understand that. So, bummer. <laughs> I don't like any of it. I think the low ball offer was stupid. I always got to quit doing that. He did that to Von Miller, for crying out loud. And then he does it to a center who has been nothing but reliable and the best thing going for that offensive line for, you know, the better part of the last four years. I think that was a bad move on Elway's part. And I hope Tim's right that Munchak, if Munchak thinks that he can work his magic with what we have and what we could get, then great. But I don't, I personally don't think it's a really smart move. I think from all indications, Paradise is coming back well from his injury, which would be my biggest concern. But he has, it's not just that he's been good on the offensive line. He's smart. And they talked about when he went out with that injury in the game and then the games later, 
you could tell that Case Keenum was a lot more lost because Matt Paradise is the center. He does a lot of the pickups for what the defense is doing. He gives a lot of the cues. He keeps the line in communication with each other and moving consistently. And I think I think we're underestimating losing such a smart guy on that line by just thinking, ah, it's a center. We can put anybody else in there. Well, all I can say is it, it's, <laughs> he's been the only thing that's been good about the Broncos offensive line. So we're just going to get rid of the one guy that has kind of held everything together, held this mess, like this disaster, this disaster together. Like, um, I'm still, I'm still hung up on Lori calling him Matt paradise. I'm not, yeah, I know that. And I was like, paradise, uh, Paradise, but that's okay. You know, how do you know? Do you guys know that? Have you heard him say it? That's why, (laughs) that is why his Twitter handle is two dice because it's a paradise. Oh, you yes. just blew my mind. Get it? Two dice, pair of dice. Yeah. <laughs> I, my mind is blown right now. Holy crap. That's amazing. Hard-hitting facts <laughs> that we are bringing to you on this podcast. Someone's in their shower now like, God damn it, I can't get out and turn this off. <laughs> and it's not worth it. I'll just keep listening. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, Elway has to stop doing this. He knows he's not going to end up that low. So don't disrespect some of your best players, players that have put everything out there on the field for you and your team with a low ball offer. Offer something that's fair, maybe not everything they're worth so they can counter and it's a negotiation and you don't just give away the farm. But for crying out loud, Elway, do you know better than this? I mean, Matt Paradise. For you and me, Paradise. I was looking at uh, Matt's uh, uh, history with the Broncos. So he's drafted in 2014. They waived him in August of 2014. Didn't sign to the Broncos. He signed again to the Broncos in January of 2015. Here are his one-year deals since 2015, all right? One year for 525K. Next year, one year for 615K. Last year was his big, huge payday, one year for 2.9 mil. I mean, if you were at a, playing at a pro ball caliber level and the Broncos came, your team came back in and lowballed and offered to you after they just got you cheap as dirt for four years. And you played through five, two hip injuries. Like yeah. he didn't miss a game despite being injured yeah. for the Super Bowl season and the season after. And then you're going to do that? I mean, it's just. It's disrespectful. It really is. No one ever receives a deal and is like, wow, this team respects me. They really, they really, they really brought it. And I, you know, here it is right here. Bring it in, fellas. I'm going to go ahead and sign this. Like, it, it, no one is ever going to do that. <sighs> For as offended as every NFL player is that they get such a terrible offer. It, it's the game. It's like, don't be offended. It's the business of, of what it is. And, and no matter what the offer is, it's never enough. But I disagree. You can you can give an offer that is not the offer you want and it's not and it's not giving away everything, but it can still say to a player, I recognize that you're worth a lot to us and I know you can go other places and probably get a little bit more, but let's start here and talk about what you want. We want to keep you. I think you get I think you present a number that tells people where you think they stand with you or where you stand with them and 
a low, I don't know what the, we don't know what the low ball offer was, but you do have the guy who's been the best thing going for your offensive line. You don't go in there and treat the offer like something you know that he's going to counter with something a lot more. Like, give, give him something that he is worth that he can say, yeah, I'd like to stay at the Broncos. And I bet I can go on the free market and get a little more, but this, I'll try to get a little more from them. And I know they want me with this offer and I want to stay. And I might even take a little bit less here than I could get somewhere else because this is the place I want to be. And I know they want me to be here. Part of that is also, this is the offer that, that was rejected by them. So you, you've only heard that the, the offer was lowballed from the Paradise camp, but you don't really know what it was or, or is it, is it close to the 500,000 that he, that Tim said he was receiving? I doubt it. I bet it's probably closer to the 2.9 that he, he got last uh, in his last contract. So Low is a relative term. He knows what he's worth on the market. And that's well, what everyone should does. look at and go below that, perhaps, but not not offer what he's making right now. I mean, they know that they got him cheap, dirt cheap for those first couple years. So part of the contract is to say, we're paying you back for all the good you did and we didn't have to pay you much money and you deserve this. You're right. I, we don't know what they offered, but my guess is if they offered him even just a tiny bit more than what he made this year, I would be offended too because he deserves more than that and he's going to he's gonna be offered a lot more than that on the free agent market. And the Broncos should be able to say to him, we'd like to compete with that market, so here's the offer we're giving you. But to that end, I, I bet they... I bet they still compete with that. Like I, I bet they let him go out and, and, and find a deal. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if he finds a suitor, the Broncos don't jump in and be like, okay, we'll pay you this. The offer on the table from the Broncos is not the last offer. And, you know, God forbid they say it's insulting. I, it's an offer. That's more than a lot of NFL players get. Yeah. I, I, I don't play the, you know, it, Elway done him wrong. Cause we don't have all the information. I'm not going to rail on Elway for, for doing that. I am. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I just think that you, you owe players the recognition of what they've done for you. You can give them the low ball offer. Like you said, it doesn't have to be insulted cause it's this is the way it goes, but he goes out there and he gets higher from someone else. He probably isn't feeling as great about letting the Broncos counter because he's like you weren't willing to even start there you were trying to get me over here so what Elway does I think he should do it differently Tim would you weigh in and tell us which one of us is right <laughs> you better say it's me I disagree <laughs> I just want to know if it's paradis or paradise <laughs> <laughs> this you know what I will ask I will ask his dad we gotta find out because I I'm confused. Everything I believed about Matt Paradis is now it's Paradis. It's Paradis. Wait, you you're friends with his dad? I'm friends with his dad. Can you tell his dad hi for me? <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I am. I'm gonna say Jess says hi. Although he thinks your son was being a little brat when he rejected the offer. I didn't say brat. This is how you get blocked on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, what about Emmanuel Sanders? Emmanuel Sanders uh, looks like he's coming back. They're picking up his option. Kind of surprised by that one, to be honest. But I'm. Same why don't you like it. Emmanuel Sanders? 
I like Emmanuel. I love Emmanuel Sanders. I love what he brings to the team. I'm happy he's coming back. I think we need him for sure. I think we, I think we desperately need experienced wide receivers as good as Cortland Sutton and Deshaun Hamilton will be. We need some more experienced ones, and I think that will help Flacco. So I'm really glad for that. If we came into last season saying Emmanuel Sanders is going to be the one, I don't know if we would have been as enthusiastic had he not gotten injured after Demarius Thomas had been traded. And we just saw how just how how inept the offense was without Emmanuel Sanders. Like we I agree with you, Lori. We absolutely do need Emmanuel Sanders because without him, it was awful. It was it was <laughs> the offense was unwatchable. They just they just stack the box and they're like we look we know we know you have rookie wide receivers and you have uh, uh, Case Keenum back there and, and uh, I don't know if you know this but you've only got one offensive lineman. <laughs> it, it, I'm not going back there. I'm not going back there. But anyway, um, I, I, I'm 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 glad. I, I honestly I think that the best thing to happen to Emmanuel Sanders last year. Uh, with regard to his future with the Denver Broncos is him getting injured because we saw how awful the Broncos were without him. Like we clearly need him. He was our clutch third down receiver, third down player. Exactly. <laughs> I yeah. I don't think it, I wonder how many third down conversions we had before, you know, when he was in the lineup and then after he got injured, how many we had after that, because it felt like zero after he was yeah. injured. It, it was the security blanket for Keenum went away, and then he was just like, well, I guess I just need to take sacks on third down. That's just yeah. what I need to do. <laughs> That's the safe play. Sanders yeah. is gone. My safe play is take the sack. I was really surprised. I thought for sure Sanders was gone. I just because he His dead money hit was going to be a paltry $2.5 million, and they would free up a full $10 million in cap room from cutting him or letting him go without picking up the option. So the, the report that they're going to pick the option up tells me that they don't feel like their young receiver core is quite there yet. And they need a veteran presence on, on that position in that position group to kind of get them through one more season, um, you know, on the leadership side, how to carry yourself, how to practice that kind of stuff. So I'm actually okay with it. I think Sanders will come back healthy. I think he'll still be strong, a strong player at 32. Um, but I don't see the Broncos giving him an extension or uh, bring him back in 2020. So I'm glad he's sticking around. He's fun. He's fun. He's fun on Twitter. He's fun on the field. You know, he's, he he's hates a fun D-Mac. guy to cover. That's good. And he hates D-Mac. I was just about to say that. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Emmanuel. And that's good enough for me. Yes. <laughs> All right, if given a choice, Lori, and you can only keep one, <laughs> would you keep that paradise or would you take Emmanuel Sanders? Oh, that is <laughs> so unfair. <laughs> <laughs> well, I bet paradise is cheaper, so I'd, I'd keep him. I'd In the keep first him year. If I In the choose. first year, he'd be cheaper, but... To keep Paradise, Paradise, you would have to sign him to a five or six year deal. We'll have a star receiver every year on the roster, probably that we have to pay. And he's twenty nine already. You're not going to convince me that Matt Paradise isn't isn't valuable for this team. So I'm sticking with him. Although I'm very happy to have Sanders for another year. 
He is great for our quarterbacks. He's he's a savior for our quarterbacks. And uh, and he hates DMAC, so we'll have some more fun on Twitter for another year. Is Joe Flacco the kingmaker at wide receiver? We hope he is. <laughs> no. <laughs> Portland Sutton's going to like him. Chuck it down the field and let him jump up and catch it yeah, every well, day, every play. Case Keenum did that too, and Cortland and you know, it underthrown and it was overthrown. <laughs> you know what I would do is I'd call up DT right now. He's not in the hospital or anything, is he? DT. Uh, the car the car reportedly flipped three times to according to an eyewitness, and DT got out unharmed. And that's why you wear your seatbelt, people. You He's gotta wear your seatbelt. So at 12.20 a.m., it hit a curb and launched 20 feet in the air and rolled three times. This is a TMZ report. That's a quite the curb. Did they My do God. a breathalyzer test on him? That's under investigation, so nothing's been reported there. <laughs> so they did. I mean, they should have. Jeez. I'm sure they did, but they're not going to. That that news will break if there is news either way. I mean, so it's a public either... record, though. It's not like it's. Yeah, but they don't have to report right away. It's, but I'm know, surprised there's no Denver reporter. Those crack reporters at the Denver Post. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. What's up with Didn't that? Didn't want to go down to the police station and look at a police report? The athletic have reported on it already, but no one saw it because it's behind a paywall. So. <laughs> they freed Thomas and his passengers with the jaws of life. Holy crap. Wow. That's a big-time accident there. Jeez. Glad everybody is okay. Oh. Stay out of Lodo, guys. Like seriously, like there's that's not nothing good happens to Broncos players in, in Lodo. Like just stay out. Tony Dungy is famous for telling his players every year. Told them that nothing good happens after midnight. Be at home. <laughs> Friday and Saturday nights. Be at home after midnight. Yeah, just get home at eleven thirty just to be safe. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Right. Ron Miller had to figure it out. Von's like everybody come party at my place. Yeah. Party at my place. I love yeah. that too. I think that's I think that's awesome Smart. that he has that and he does that. You guys can come party at my place anytime. <laughs> and then Chad right. Kelly gets all cracked out and is like, "I'm gonna fight you! I'm gonna fight you! I'm gonna fight everybody!" And then I'm, I'm that's it. I'm gonna go find a couch, some stranger <laughs> house, and I'm gonna talk to people. <laughs> and I was backup quarterback on my couch. Uh, I've asked him to leave, so I'm gonna hit him with this Hoover accessory. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but he is working out. Do, do, do you see Chad Kelly ending up in the AAF? It's like custom made for him. It totally is. It's really his last chance, uh, Chad Kelly. Where else can he go? Unless there's like some sort of vacuum themed team, perhaps in the Northeast, the Connecticut Hoovers. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm kind of, I'm kind of excited about the AAF. I want it to expand. What are your thoughts on the AAF? <laughs> shocked that we're talking about the AAF. Yeah, how did we end up here? Good because we, we were talking about Chad Kelly, and I don't even know how we got to Chad Kelly. It's a, you'd have to be a really special idiot to do what Chad Kelly did. So, And I know, genuinely not, appreciate, Tim, how you pronounced idiot there. You were like, idiot! <laughs> I know, that was good. That, that killed it for me. He can go just play foosball for the rest of his life. You're, you're done <laughs> You know that's exactly what he's doing. All right. I have something for you, Jess. For me? And maybe maybe you, Lori. I don't know. We'll see. I am excited to disappoint you and all of our listeners. 
mystery question time, and it's mine. I got one. Okay. Prior to Matt Prater donning the fabled number five jersey of the Denver Broncos, who was the only player to ever wear the number five in the entire history of the Broncos until Matt Prater? Preston Parsons. No, it's not it. What? Hold on, hold on. I'm going to look it up. Brad? Nope. nope. Bradley Van Pelt. No, he wore 14. <laughs> Brad Dal- Daliuso. 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 1992. Kicker. Is that when we carried three kickers? Yeah. Yeah, Dan, Dan Reese was fired the next year, so maybe that's what got him fired? I'm sure it had nothing to do with that whole Elway <laughs> kind of no, thing. No, no, he carried three kickers on a roster, and who does that? Pat Bowen was like, okay, you got to go, buddy. This is just not. I pulled up uh, the greatest to wear, number five, and I'll be a son of a bitch. Tim is absolutely correct. The only <laughs> other player to wear number five is Brad DeLuiso, kicker, 1992. I found a different article. The greatest Broncos of all time by the numbers in 2008 and written by John Benet. And he said the greatest kicker to wear number five, the greatest player to wear number five was Brad DeLiuso because he was the only player to wear number five. <laughs> that, that's an excellent segue for me to diss on Mike Kliss for a little while. Mick, Mick Kliss. Did you happen to see his asinine tweet last Go week? On. About, about another, another reason uh-huh. that... Joe Flacco is a good fit for the Broncos is that we currently have no one with the number five jersey. And another good fit, nobody was wearing the number five. I was like, yeah, pretty sure that was on Elway's checklist right at the top. Let's see, is anybody number five? Nope. All right, let's go get Flacco. Ah, What? Mike? Get that guy off of Twitter. Yeah, I found the tweet. I'll read it verbatim. Broncos currently do not have a number five on their roster. Flacco was number five at Delaware and for Ravens. So there's another fit. <laughs> like, okay. I used to be like, what the fuck is he smoking over there? It's just terrible. I don't know. Broncos. Yeah, like, like. No one has the jersey. Flacco wore that jersey. Ergo, Flacco should be on the Broncos. Like, the Broncos f- currently have a number five on the roster. Stop. Flacco <laughs> was number five at Delaware and Ravens. Stop. So there's another fit. Stop. <laughs> right. It's a telegram. It's a fucking telegram. Yes. Oh, okay. That was fun. <laughs> but we didn't talk crap about Scotty. Well, now we Scotty can. Is- <laughs> He's just a jerk face. That's all I'm going to say. You hear that, Scotty? You're a jerk face. <laughs> anyway, thank you for joining us for this wonderful uh, off-season edition of Something Something Broncos. Uh, Lori Lattimore Volkman, Tim Lynch. And I am just Place saying that you can read us on milehighreport.com. Uh, a lot of good coverage, especially with the Combine. Uh, people who are not us, who are extremely knowledgeable about such things uh we'll be writing all sorts of wonderful articles and 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 we will we will read those articles and god damn it we are so blessed to have them you listen to an hour of the show and uh 
Uh, we thank you. <laughs> now let us pray. Lord, though we have lost Neil Smith to free agency and Steve Atwater to the Jets, still we hope our beloved Broncos can bring home another Super Bowl championship and once again bathe in the glory of your light. Amen. Amen. Let's go. Let's go. Broncos. Broncos. Let's go, Broncos. Broncos. Let's go. He's like, if you get fired from Mile High Report, Dad, you can work at the summer camp. <laughs> I'm like, oh. Well, like, funny. If you get fired, <laughs> this is something something Broncos. Above me, I have Tim Lynch. Below me, I have. Never... <laughs> I thought I tried something different. That was. Tim... That's not a good idea. <laughs> no, no, below me. No, no. Especially no, since no, it was no. about to be me. <laughs> I know. I was like, nope. We're just going to stop right now. We're just going <laughs> to, that's not going to happen. Okay. Alexa, when is the NFL combine? I already have it. It's right here in front of me. The draft combine begins next Tuesday, February 26th. Oh, you're right. 26th. I guess we need to redo the whole show. Okay, guys, uh, let's, let's start over. <laughs> Back to one. Stand by. Resetting. And. <laughs> <laughs>